0: Hey, I'm Jarrett.
1: And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between.
0: Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. And follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What's up, everybody? What's
1: up, everybody?
0: We're back here at Culture Catch-Up with another wonderful cinematic adventure for us all to go on together. (laughs) And I'm excited because today is a very... Uh, it's, a big ten, it's a big one. Yeah, a tentpole pole film in the Wilson family and one for me growing up and everything. And it is The Princess Bride.
1: Big enough that I'm surprised we haven't done it yet.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't make the cut for season one, but I'm glad we're being able to knock it out in yeah. season two. Because uh, as we watched it again, I was once again reminded why this movie is so good. But we'll get into that in a little bit later. But first, Sam. What have you been watching lately? What
1: have I been watching? Obviously, the new season of Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not watching that, you just clearly don't need delightful entertainment in your life. because still wholesome. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a little slow for me now. I will mm. say that. But still really love it all the same. I'll probably never stop watching it. Nice. Um, but that doesn't matter. That's not interesting. I did finally watch Hocus Pocus 2 this week. Oh, very cool. Only like a month late. I just mm. never got around to it. I was afraid it wasn't going to be good, I guess. And as was we've it? said, it was a movie, which is long. Oh. Um. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked it. Okay,
0: good. Because I'd only heard that it wasn't great. Eh,
1: I think at, like many things we've talked about, because I loved Hocus Pocus so much as a kid, I was going to like it regardless. Right. Um, I can see why people who maybe came to the movie a little later in life wouldn't care for it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was great. It follows these kids. There's funny people in it. Um, Tony Hale is in it. And yeah, Sam great. Richardson. Is that his name?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really funny. They're too. both
1: in it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Good. There were drag queens in it for a split second, which nice. I was really excited about. Dressed as the Sanderson sisters. So I liked it. I would watch it again, you know, next Halloween for sure. Yeah.
0: Add it into the repertoire of movies. I don't know what people are complaining about. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Well, let's see. What have I Anything new for you? I don't... um... No, because I feel like I kind of like... Finished up everything. I actually I do need to get back to watching what, what we do in the shadows. Kind of fell off of there because I got distracted <laughs> by Tales of the Jedi. As and, you do, you know, as I do, yeah. And finishing up House of the Dragon. Uh, again, I will say it. Andor is still amazing, so still go watch that. Uh, do you still have much of that? I think there's this week will be the tenth episode, so there's two more after that. So I think just three for this season. So it's wrapping up soon, but it's getting it's getting good.
1: Oh, good. But
0: um, so I guess not anything. That I'm watching by myself, but together, though, we are, had, did start the new season of White Lotus.
1: Yes, yes, we did. Which
0: I'm hoping that it's going to be as good as season one, because I really liked season one, but eh. the premiere was a little slow for me. But
1: see, all of season one was slow for me. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, see, like about... I feel like it took
1: Except for two... the few high points, it yeah. was pretty slow.
0: I feel like there were two, maybe... I feel like it was two episodes in before I really liked was fully bought into it and then after that, like it was great for huh. me. Like I I loved each episode. Yeah, all that stressful so,
1: music. You were really into that. I do.
0: And I really like the new theme song for season two. It's really good too. But um I don't know, this I season also started fairly slow. And it like didn't even the I feel like the hook of what potentially happened or what kicks off the the, right. the mystery was The Dead Person. As, you can say it. That's yeah. how season one oh, started. Yeah. Uh the dead person. The discovery of the dead person. Like that doesn't I don't know. That didn't feel as like, ooh, what happened? As in season the first, one, yeah. As in the first season, so that kind of like failed to grab me quite off the, right right off the bat.
1: Maybe because but, in season one we immediately had people we were suspect of, you know.
0: That's true. This one I really don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't either.
0: Uh, which maybe it's you know they're trying to do that delay it a little bit more to you, before you have any guesses, but you know yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge is still in it though, and she's great. We'll so, keep watching it. Yeah, we'll we'll keep trying it out. So. But I think that's really about it that I've been watching.
1: uh, Yeah, I don't think there's much more.
0: Yeah. So with that, then, let's talk about The Princess Bride.
1: Let's do it. So. As you wish. I mean, is what I meant to say. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. So good. So good. Oh, my
1: God. Are you impressed? I already picked that up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But so, Sam, I know this is a bigger movie in my childhood. Uh, What did you know of it slash remember of it before we watched it for this?
1: So I did take Jarrett to see this at the drive-in theater.
0: Which was so fun. Years
1: ago. I couldn't guess how many years ago. A lot of years ago. Um, Because I hadn't ever seen it and I knew it was a big Wilson family favorite. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy it at that viewing. Mm -hmm. But I told you earlier, I think maybe I fell asleep or something. (laughs) Because there were a lot of things I didn't remember at all um yeah. this was definitely a better viewing experience oh, I'll good. say. it was good i understand it but i do think there's a little bit of the well you didn't watch it as a kid so yeah. it doesn't hit as hard for you for sure um but you know also like oh well that's my review i guess we can get we'll get into sure, that sure. i didn't know really anything about it
0: nice Good. So then it was it was fun then getting to rewatch it even though you'd seen it before this yeah. time getting to rewatch it again and like picking up on the new stuff. And yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, and it's
1: always fun to watch you watch things from childhood that still hit Aww. home and you know you chuckled at like the dumbest things that aren't funny at all. Because <laughs> I remember sure. the, I remember yeah. laughing
0: at them every time I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yep, yep. So it's very cute. It's a good one. It's a great one for sure. Um, I feel like. To answer the oh, the same question, it's just like I kind of remember all of it. <laughs> so like, I, you know, it's definitely one of those like comfort rewatch movies too, for uh, in a way. And honestly, I would probably say it is in my top five.
1: Oh, really? Of, like, favorite
0: movies, I think.
1: Even if your top five is only five and not twenty.
0: Yeah, I think so. If wow. I would like really wait, it this down. is in
1: your top five movies. I think
0: so. I really do honestly think so. In fact. How
1: many Star Wars are in the top five? Well,
0: you know, I try to limit it. Or is it that me. like its own thing? There is, oh, Return of the Jedi is in my top five, yes. But okay. that is that is kind of like its own separate thing and stuff like that. But yeah. no. Do you I think, think you
1: could actually make a top five, like a hard and fast only five? I don't I know that think, I
0: could. Uh, I'd like to say I could. I did it with, in team chat with doing get video games and stuff uh-huh. like that. And that was really hard. And we did only 10. And we did 10. And that was hard to get it and down And there's to like
1: way fewer video games than movies. Yeah.
0: So that was so... I feel like movies... Talking about ones that you've seen... Yeah. I don't I know. don't think I could because it depends like, on the, the moment criteria? and the emotion.
1: Yeah. Like I, I would have a top five favorite movies for like if I wanted to feel sad mm-hmm. or if I wanted to laugh or if I wanted to feel good about the world, you know, and those right. change. I don't know. I don't know how to combine all my emotions into one top <laughs> five
0: list. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's probably the ones that I like have over time revisited the most i feel like but
1: but do you still get excited about watching this
0: i mean it has been a long time since i've watched them i will say because like the ones that come to mind are like braveheart gladiator uh-huh. um i mean return of the jedi i still watch those i actually i told you the other night i put on star wars to go to sleep the yeah, other night like the, the movie a new hope you know? <laughs> and fell asleep before they even blew up alderaan so like put me right out you but, say that
1: like i'm supposed to know the time stamp where that happened else will? The, the fans will know
0: <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I don't know it's, but I haven't watched Braveheart and Gladiator in a really long time because it, I do still look at them as like, ah, it's, it's a, it's a commitment to like sit and watch it. Right. Kind of thing. Cause those two
1: movies are hard for us.
0: Yeah. Those two, they have so many points where it's, I've seen them enough where I feel like I could have it on in the background, but, but there's still, still enough stuff in it that I'd want to sit and watch it.
1: Yeah. We also consume movies really differently. Yeah. Um, I, the the movies that I have returned to and seen the most times in my life aren't things that I like at this moment would be particularly excited to watch. Mm-hmm. I guess because I've watched I've worn them out. Like The yeah. Office, I've seen them so many times. Because for me that would be like almost famous and can not hardly wait. Ooh, and yeah. um uh oh my God, I just went blank. <laughs>
0: the um, Playtone
1: <laughs> Records one.
0: Oh oh Empire Records.
1: Oh well no Empire Records too. Yeah, oh, that's, that's not different? what I'm talking about. Oh. You know Tom Hanks and the band.
0: Oh, uh, that the thing Wonders. you do. <laughs> yes,
1: thank you. The whole, that thing you do. All great movies. Um, I feel like there's a through line that those are all pretty much the exact same movie. Um, any I've I've seen all of those so many times that I mean yeah sure if they were on TV right now I'd be okay with turning them on but like if you said I've never seen it let's sit down and watch it I would have to be like. I'd have to like get motivated to want to sit down and watch because I've just sure. I know them so well, right? Right. But I guess that doesn't mean I love them any less. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because they're still the ones that you know they hold a special place in your heart for some reason. Yeah. But it's one of the things too. I feel like the lists could be revisited because I feel like there's probably a lot of stuff that I have seen more recently that if I really sat down and thought about it, I'm like, oh man, that was a really good movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Would we'll go above things Would like Braveheart go- and Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I don't know. Maybe it's time for some introspection and. Self study,
1: maybe that would be hard. That would be fun to do, anyway. That. We're not here to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we're here yeah. to talk about got Princess distracted. Bride, exactly.
0: Sorry, sorry, bringing me back. We're here back to on talk track. about
1: Anigo Montoya.
0: Oh, see, Ooh, I remember her name dropping. Oh,
1: oh, 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 look at you.
0: Well, going <laughs> to the IMDb.
1: Yes, it's, tell me all the things.
0: The uh, quick little synopsis is while homesick in bed. A young boy's grandfather reads him of the story of a farm boy turned pirate who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies, and allies in his quest to be reunited with his true love.
1: What do we call him? A pirate? That's I mean, what he's referred to as?
0: For, because he does technically in that five years when he's gone, he does become the Dread Pirate Roberts and lives as a pirate until he comes to rescue Buttercup. Oh, See, so.
1: I think I still can't pay attention super. <laughs> it's all well. right. In
0: another five or so viewings, Oy. which we'll definitely get to in our lifetime I'm together. Sorry. Don't worry. We'll get through all the if the you points. had said
1: why was he like what was he doing in that time, that gap, I'd be like, I don't have any idea. <laughs> Do they say that in the movie? Yeah. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. All, that's all right. I know that's I'm all in right. the minority here. I know this is an important movie to a lot of people. Uh,
0: but it came out in 1987. And you're older than me. Yeah. And stars. Oh, man. I know we looked up how to say his last name. Carrie Elwes. 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 It's a Z. Elwes. Supposedly. Cool. So Carrie Elwes Mm -hmm. as Wesley. Then we have Mandy Patinkin, Chris Sarandon, Christopher Guest, Wallace Shawn, Andre the Giant, Fred Savage, Robin Wright, Peter Falk, and uh, a few other people in some fun guest roles that we can talk about later.
1: Are you kidding me that Robin Wright is that far down I know. I kept expecting
0: to get to her name, and I was like, what, what, what? But
1: I wonder how IMDb orders those, because as you pointed out in the credits it said introducing robin right so this right. is her first big role but like shouldn't imdb refigure and put her at the top cuz she's the biggest star now
0: yeah that's true she def- they definitely should right yeah so yeah a fun cast of characters that we've gotten to know more as we've seen their careers mm-hmm. go on because this is one though that everybody who's in this movie i see them in something else and it always just makes me think of them in princess Bride.
1: right like this was your introduction to yeah, them yeah
0: to like all of these all yeah. of these actors for sure so it's always one that's held at a special place
1: can we talk about my introductions to these people? Oh yeah, because for sure. they're all really different yeah. things. Oh wait, was Wallace Shawn on your list? Of he's like my biggest takeaway. He's the
0: oh well, of the cast that he was in. Did I, you read him? I thought mean? I did. Oh, okay, I don't know. But yeah, um, he, tell us about Wallace Shawn.
1: Well, he was one of the teachers in Clueless, so that's what I know him from. Oh, and that's he was right. probably the first one of all of these people that I was even introduced to mm-hmm. that really stood out to me. Um, Carrie Elwes was like the cheesy, dumb stepdad in, uh, liar, liar. Yeah. Um, and Robin Wright, of course I knew as Jenna from Forrest Gump. Right. So it's, it's just always interesting to hear about people's different introductions to the same people.
0: Yeah. No, Princess Bride was my first introduction for all of these people, I would say. And then, uh, oh man, I meant to look it up too, before we started recording. Cause I, it was one of those things too, where I didn't, I never saw Mandy Petinkin in anything again until, Show, I started seeing him in commercials and trailers and stuff for the show on Showtime. That I'm now uh, still blanking on. Claire
1: Danes on. is that what you Claire
0: Danes is in it, too. You know what? Let me just go to his IMDb. I still got pull it pulled up. It's
1: not the Americans, that's no, the other that's one. That's
0: the uh, Ka- Homeland.
1: Homeland. Carrie Russell is the exact same show to me, <laughs> <laughs> knowing nothing well, about I wanted, either one.
0: I wanted to say Homelander because of the character and the boys, but I'm like, that's not right. So, okay, so Homeland, okay. and then like I remember it's like reading something about it and being like making the connection that this was Mandy patinkin mm-hmm. of Princess Bride Mandy Patinkin. and I was like what is a mind kind of like a mind-blowing moment for a little bit I don't really know why because I, he just looks completely he's way older well, yeah yeah looks completely different and then obviously yeah. like he doesn't have the Spanish accent. Yeah. You know, so too. So it was kind of. Or blank. the
1: curly bangs.
0: Right. <laughs> the very funny curly bangs.
1: I don't really know that I've seen Mandy Patinkin in much else. Yeah, I don't other really think his, I have too. He and his wife's funny Instagram account, which
0: is just a treasure. Yeah, so it really good. is. In fact, he's actually been posting lately a lot of videos talking about uh, filming Princess Bride and stuff oh, like that. And is it a big
1: anniversary or something uh, coming up? Um,
0: I don't think so, because I feel like we have. 87. 87. Yeah. So
1: that would be a five.
0: Oh, this year would be? 35. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So there we go. Um, Wow, we're getting these movies in there. Big anniversaries. Yeah, on accident. Yeah, completely on accident. Look at us. We planned this stuff, you know? This is just what happens when you're such pro podcasters. Stuff just falls in line, (laughs) and you don't even mean for it to. (laughs)
1: Hashtag (laughs) Princess (laughs) Bride Anniversary Podcast.
0: So anyway, that's the rundown of it. Uh, The young boy is played by a very young uh, Fred Savage. His grandfather is Peter Falk, reading this book to him. And um, and I
1: always forget that that is how the movie starts, that it's actually a kid being read a bedtime or sick time story, whatever. Right. Um, And I forget that it's Fred Savage, mm-hmm. which I guess is probably how a lot of people were first introduced to Fred Savage, too. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So did you know that this was actually based on a book, too?
1: Yes. I, well, I mean, only because of you. But yeah, I knew yeah, that.
0: God. I actually, <laughs> I did try reading it once. Did you? Yeah. And it was... Not uh, like I quit really early. It's on. not
1: as short as the movie lets on, I would assume. Well,
0: that and it's weird. Oh, it's is like it? it's like kind of like it's written in a way where it was parts of it. I feel like my brother read it, too. So I'll have to ask him. for He some probably clarification. actually read it, though. Um, <laughs> but like he probably did. Yeah, he probably stuck through it more than I did. But it's like it starts off and it's also like written from the author's perspective about himself. It's like he's in the first like chapter. Or so it's like he's going through a divorce and it's while trying to like write this book. And so then it'll be like this story interchanged with the actual story of the Princess Bride.
1: Kind of like the movie, how it's interchanged right. with the kid being sick in bed. But yeah. I
0: think like being that the movie is what I was interested in first, this just felt completely different and right. like really weird. And I think, all, too, it was a more... um adult-themed novel than, than for, like, young adults or something like that. Adult-themed really, novel. I just mean <laughs> not in that way, but just, like, more, um, I don't my, know. My. Yeah, more just m- mature, I guess. That doesn't make it any better. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I remember that and just being like, no, I don't, I don't want to continue on with this.
1: <laughs> well, at least you recognized that and didn't just read the whole thing.
0: Yeah. But what else uh, stood out to you, really, in this second viewing, or, yeah, second viewing of it?
1: Why is it so blonde and blue-eyed? <laughs> <laughs> they're both blonde and blue-eyed yeah yeah in like the most obvious ways not only that but all the bad people have brown hair mm-hmm. darker features oh, yeah, that's that true. interesting that is interesting well oh. so does the sick kid in bed but oh yeah. he's kind of a boring part of it anyway that's true um prince Humperdinck looks like lord Farquaad from shrek right. i wonder if he was uh there has to be some made after there. him yeah
0: for sure but yeah, did you know before watching this that Chris Sarandon was Susan Sarandon's husband or that they were married at one point?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I knew that she was married to someone named Sarandon, but I didn't know that that was him. No, yeah. I had no idea. And I didn't know that that was Christopher Guest either. Yeah,
0: he was one who I just never didn't realize who he was sure. like, until way later, too. And just being like, oh, weird that I know him as Count Rugen in this, but then he's done all these like really quirky, weird comedies. I mean, yeah. it's a comedy movie, but just like still like completely different comedies of a different. Genre, it feels yeah. like. well,
1: like his own genre. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like, it's a very interesting pairing there.
1: And it's I like didn't that. know that until we watched this that he was married to Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. had no idea. I'd forgotten about that, too. So lots of interesting ties and connections to it.
1: Yeah, there's also... Uh Billy Crystal and Carol Kane yeah. in smaller roles. That was fun.
0: Which this was definitely my introduction. We Sam asked while we were watching it. She says, "What have you seen Billy Crystal and anything else? And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's just <laughs> this and Monsters, Inc., which, you know, he's just the voice. But
1: Well, and I asked because he's completely unrecognizable in this. Well, he and Carol right. Kane both are.
0: Yeah, no, definitely when I saw what he actually looks like. So I was like, oh. Yeah. That's not at all I dissipated. Well, well, for one, him being several decades younger than what his character, Ma- uh, Miracle yeah. Max, in this is. So that was kind of a shock, too. I was like, oh, he's not an old guy.
1: It's also funny that they cast two people with super recognizable voices to mm-hmm. be super unrecognizable faces. Right. I thought that was funny. But I think there's the no only mistaking other... who they are when they start talking.
0: Yeah, but I think the only other thing I've seen Carol Kane in was the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, though. Oh, yeah, sure. So
1: interesting interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. But no, this movie, um, it's one of those that it's hard when talking about it that to not want to talk about every scene or right. like try to say every line. But that's like one of the things... <laughs> Go of, ahead. Just
1: <laughs> spit a few lines out for fun. <laughs> Inconceivable! Well, sure.
0: Uh, you keep saying that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, and then of uh, the one I tried saying, the gate key one, about the guard who has the gate key, and then... Uh, you flubbed but it. But I flubbed it the first time, but I was like, no, he says it later. But it's just... More as as I watch this one again, it just the delivery and the one-liners for literally every character yeah. are perfect. Yep, like it's such a good movie in that regard because of just how the jokes come through so easily. And the one that we do share that we like and we say to each other a lot: "Anybody want a peanut? Anybody want a peanut?" Which is funny that you know that from a different movie entirely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs>
1: quoting this movie. <laughs> 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 I'm quoting Forgetting Sarah. I'm quoting Jason Siegel quoting this movie in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Right. Which I also quote one of the Lord of the Rings movies, right? Yeah. Fellowship you shall not pass. <laughs> I don't know that from Lord of the Rings. I know Jason Siegel saying that in Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
0: Oh, man. So good.
1: Wait, why does he say anybody want a peanut? Because that's not.
0: Is it just in that montage of the same thing? Or does oh, he s-
1: is he watching Princess Bride?
0: He might be. I think so.
1: Oh, I just conflated it with I Love You, Man. I was going to say it's not Andre the Giant. It's Lou Ferrigno, but oh. that's a different movie anyway. <laughs>
0: oh, wait. Does he say it? I- Does he say anybody want a peanut in I Love You, Man?
1: I don't remember now. Oh, no. Is it that and not Forgetting Sarah
0: Marshall? Well, I guess I know what we have to do today is it watch both <laughs> these movies to figure it out.
1: <laughs> See, really, if you ask me. Okay, wait. Hold
0: on. <laughs> We're jumping back to just, the some favorite movies. Second.
1: There's this line <laughs> in Friends. remember the Friends episode where they're... This is not even kind of related to anything we're talking about, only it's exactly related. You know when they're doing the trivia thing to win the apartment? Yes. One of the questions that the guys get asked is, what's Rachel's favorite movie? And then they immediately they say, but what's her real favorite movie? Because her favorite (laughs) movie is one that like she would not care if people thought it was her favorite movie, but her real favorite movie is Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) That's me. I can tell you all day that my favorite movie might be... I don't, you know, something important from childhood or some like big, beautiful blockbuster or whatever, but really it's dumb shit. Like forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I love you, man.
0: <laughs> They're incredible movies. Superman, I don't blame you at all you for know, that.
1: You know, all, I would all say, of I mean,
0: I would say Step Brothers is definitely in my oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. high ranking of my,
0: with, if not in my top five, it's in my top 10 for sure. Like I love that movie so much, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we will spare our audience with uh, not doing an episode of that one. I don't think. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so no, now I don't remember if he says anybody want a peanut and forgetting Sarah Marshall or I love you, man. It doesn't matter. Jason Siegel says it at some point.
0: But yeah, but these, it's like, I remember saying the lines and like quoting this whole movie with my siblings basically because we watched it that much when we could say well,
1: it. Well, and y'all like to quote movies. We do
0: like to quote movies. Yeah, yeah. And this was a fun one because there were so many different parts and everything uh-huh. like that. And all the different voices were fun, especially trying to do Andre the Giants. Yeah. Which, let's talk about him.
1: Yeah, let's. How How? He's my favorite part of the whole movie.
0: Yeah. He is so fun in this movie. He you can, He's
1: so like deadpan and apparently he's like the, night he was the nicest guy. Oh, yeah.
0: But it just looks like also he's having a lot of fun doing doing it too it just like because he just feels yeah, he like does. some of his delivery and like how he looks after saying lines you can just tell he's like this is fun yeah like, this isn't my normal thing and it's fun <laughs> like
1: i had to look up how big he is
0: yeah how big is he
1: seven four
0: i don't think i realized he was that tall
1: and weighed 520 pounds
0: <clears throat> literal giant
1: yeah well yeah he had gigantism
0: oh yeah so,
1: that might not be the exact right ending for right, that word, but, but that sounds, sounds. He has accurate. something where his hormones caused him to be as big as he was.
0: Right, but that's massive.
1: He was thirteen pounds when he was born.
0: Oof! Wow. <laughs>
1: A poor woman. That is insane.
0: Yeah, I've seen the pictures of him like on the old airplanes. Like literally, he has two seats for himself.
1: I don't know how he couldn't. Stuff. Yeah, you know?
0: it's crazy. What was that other th- story you were reading about him about how many beers he drank and like?
1: Well. I I read more and it's, the number is different depending on who you ask. He apparently could drink like 120 beers, not maybe in a sitting, but like over the course of a day, this, the one specific instance said he drank 119 12 ounce beers in six hours. But then there was also like, if you talk to so-and-so, they said that this one time he drank 138 and -and so-and-so says one time he drank 150 and, For something he did, he drank 14 bottles of wine beforehand. Wow. One time he fell on somebody when he was drunk. Maybe when they were making this. Yeah. I think. And um, NYPD, I don't know if... Because, you know, he's from France. Right. But I think he, like, relocated to the US. I read that he had a ranch in... I went down his whole Wikipedia page. (laughs) I read that he had a ranch in North Carolina. Sure. Or North Dakota? Shit. No, I think it was North Carolina. (laughs) Um, It doesn't matter. And after he fell on somebody when he was drunk, NYPD like created a job for somebody who was to follow him around when he was drinking. Oh, wow. So that he wouldn't kill somebody. That's nuts. But also like imagine how weird he must have felt all the time. Yeah. Well, I did read something about how um, he did really love being on this set and making this movie. And he said that when he walked onto the set of this, it was the first time that... Everyone didn't just, like, look at him like he was other. Mm. Isn't that so nice? That is nice. I know. I
0: remember just... Uh, literally just remembered that... Literally EA- just remembered. ESPN did, like, a 30 for 30 on him or some, like, big... Um, documentary sports documentary like a that A big documentary okay that was an intentional
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh and i remember there's like a whole big segment of it where they where they talk where they have like the cast and people from princess, Br- princess bride on to oh, talk maybe about we it should watch i that. know we should we should watch that before this man yeah, we should have. I, I, but Sorry. I, that's why i said i literally remembered it because i just did while <laughs> Sorry, we were sitting everybody. here <laughs> but no have they
1: not made a biopic of him
0: i don't think so not yet he's actually funnily surprising. enough he's in uh, that young rock show because it's about Wrestling. You mean
1: like old clips? Oh, you mean he's one of the characters? He's one of the characters. Somebody's playing him. Yeah, somebody's
0: playing him. Yeah. Interesting. No, like, I love, yeah, anybody want a peanut? Like, all of his rhymes that he has when they're going up, when they're pulling, when he's pulling everybody up the rope Mm -hmm. on the cliffs and everything, and and he, and Fezzik. Not Fezzik, uh Vicini is is yelling at him and everything to hurry up because the Dread Pirate Roberts is catching up and he's just like, I'm carrying three people. He's, he's only, only carrying one person himself <laughs> and stuff like that. And just or at the end when the, he's like he talked about when he finds the horses and he says, If we find the lady, <laughs> hello pretty lady, and like <laughs> Hello lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's from They say that in Step Brothers.
0: You're right. Hello, lady. They do. Are
1: they quoting Princess Bride?
0: They might be when they're doing the job interview, right? And it's yes because Pam. Yeah, pa- mm-hmm. Pan. Pan. Yep. Is your name pa- Pan? No.
1: Yep, John C. <laughs> Riley says it. That's funny.
0: That's right. Oh man, Hello, that is lady. funny. So see, this movie, it, it it cuts through all forms of media. <laughs> it's great. It pops up everywhere. It is a beacon of pop culture. Can so I tell you talk about it here? on Culture catch up.
1: Can I tell you my funny Wallace Shawn story?
0: Yes. Oh yeah. That's how we got on this. whole We were meant to
1: talk about that's this okay. like 10 minutes we ago. Can jump around. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all my things to say about it. Aren't really about the plot of the movie anyway. Cause I still couldn't really tell you the full plot of the movie. I'm sorry. That's all right. It got to the end and I realized I didn't understand why Anigo Montoya was good all of a sudden and not bad anymore. <laughs> but I didn't want to ask. Because I didn't they were going to save Princess attention. Buttercup. Oh, Okay. Anyway, um, long before I had seen this, uh, I only knew Wallace Sean from Clueless as the teacher. Mm-hmm. Which Clueless? Have we watched that?
0: Uh, we have together, but okay. you know it'd be a good one for this.
1: Yeah. Um, we. My family ran into him on a street in New York once when we were there on vacation, mm-hmm. and my oldest brother had seen Princess Bride because again, this wasn't a movie that we watched as a family. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't remember watching it or something, but. Um, Zach had seen it and recognized him from this and we you know tried to like meet him and get a quick picture and Zach said inconceivable at him and he just looked at us like oh <laughs> you think you're so funny like this is the first or you think you're the first person that's ever yelled inconceivable at me on right a, on a street corner just was not pleased but uh, it was I mean hilarious I, get, I and can understand
0: how that would get old
1: he was the tiniest <laughs> man
0: I'm just now remember we used to watch another movie with him Growing up is like he and his he he was like a single dad with his son, and there was a dog involved in some way. I'm on it.
1: Keep talking about Princess anyway. Bride. I'll tell you
0: uh, that that one's ca- ca- popping back up in the memory. But uh yeah, so onto the giant, super fun. Wallace, Sean does an incredible job as Vicini and like doing his scene with uh with Wesley, where they're the. Battle of Wits and all that stuff was one of my and my siblings' favorite uh, movie moment of it of all time. Probably to like do back and forth to each other. So always fun to get to hear that one again. But I would also, since we sorry, I
1: don't remember it enough to get to do it with you. Oh, that's all right. <laughs>
0: but you know, we've talked about onto the giant wall, Sean. But we do have to take a minute to talk about Robin Wright and. Yes. And what how great a babe. She is. How great she is. Also, and I always that, forget like every time like we were watching this and it got to the end credits. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think it says and introducing her at the end. And sure enough,
1: um, her hair is the hair I've always wanted my entire life. Yeah. So long, blonde, wavy. That's all I want. I want it to be that long and wavy.
0: <laughs> also, though, funnily enough, I did think she was British for most of my life. Oh, really? Of this movie. And oh, her- and
1: see this. Today was the day I found out Carrie Elwes is British I had no idea oh really
0: you didn't know he was no no because
1: he's the dorky stepdad in that's true liar liar I keep forgetting what that movie (laughs) is called I keep wanting to say the truth for some reason (laughs) that's not what it's called oh man (laughs) but that's all I know him as well and
0: then he also was like really big in the the first Saw movie and he doesn't have an accent in that either
1: excuse me he's in Saw yeah that is not the trajectory I pictured his <laughs> career taking. So, I
0: don't yeah. know what
1: the Wallace Shawn movie is that you're talking about because he has one million acting credits.
0: Man, I'll have to. look. Is it
1: older or younger than Princess Bride? Oh,
0: it's a uh, it's. I younger, mean, newer. No, it's newer. It's newer than
1: Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what's wrong with us today?
0: Oh, I mean, what's man. wrong with me? But no, it's I think...
1: younger than the Princess Bride. Nice. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's. it's I don't it's know, newer. know what it is though. He okay, ha- he has way and too many look. credits. Um, but I was, I would describe what he looks like, but he just looks like Wallace Shawn in it. he still probably wears like a sweater vest and stuff. But anyway, also um,
1: Wallace Shawn alive. Yeah. He's actually oh, yeah, currently sure in
0: that young Sheldon show.
1: Oh my God. He is. He was born in 43.
0: Wow. So he's
1: wow. Wow.
0: Just doing my best on Wilson. So he's old, but, um, but no, yeah. Just one of the—I don't know—I don't know how it's like. It's hard to, to to talk about this one without just opening the dam. You know what right. I mean? Of all the of all the moments just and all the things acting about through it through the whole film, and, yeah, and just acting through the whole film. So maybe
1: Thanksgiving we can get some videos of you yes. and your siblings doing it for the we old Instagram. Do that. We
0: should do that. That would be really fun. I <laughs> love a
1: reenactment. We
0: do, but it's just one of those things too. It's just all parts of it come together. I already talked about like the the writing and like the delivery of everything being so well. Like Wesley after he's revived from being dead and his like having to be, like, uh, you know, like, no bones, limp, basically, yeah. limp, and just, like, and how he, like, plays into that so well and, like, that dramatically, like, flings his head around and stuff or throws his arm up all stiff onto their, like, you know, hands-together moment before uh-huh. they go raid the castle. Just all that stuff plays into it. I like that it it's aware of how campy and dumb it is, too, like, when they're going through the fire swamp. Oh, yeah, t- it's talk, aware. You know, talking about the R.O.U.S.'s, Rodents of Unusual Size, and it's... That was freaky deaky <laughs> shit. They are freaky. That de-
1: was one of the things I don't remember from oh, my first really? viewing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I must have fallen asleep. There's yeah. no way I would forget that creepy nightmare yeah, creature. Yeah. Because
0: that is like the worst part of it because yeah. it is ridiculously silly. And like, but then even just like how Wesley is the Dread Power Roberts, like he's, you know, he's very like charismatic and, and like full you know, charming and suave and all that stuff, but like how that even plays out, how he just like absolutely picks her up and like moves her to the side as a fire call shoots out yeah. and just like all those moments play into it. Even the soundtrack, I like put it in my notes. The soundtrack is so good. And if you probably listen to it by itself, It's really probably not anything that you would really like remember other than the main theme of it. So good. Because a lot of it is just like this campy like medieval trumpety action kind of sounding stuff. And (laughs) for various action scenes. And even that level of it not trying to be this like John Williams Hans Zimmer score kind of thing to it. Too that he, I hope I'm not insulting the composer because <laughs> and he's like really thought it was, but it was one of those things. where I it's think like, they knew what they were doing when they exactly, made and yeah. it just like it also perfectly fits all bits and all parts of it, and it's just it's just one of those that like it, why I think it's one of my favorites because it's just you watch it and it just makes me happy, and because there's nothing about it I don't like, I still laugh just as hard as it as the first time I saw it, and I still see new stuff in it that I don't remember from the last time I saw it, so it's just great.
1: I gotta tell you. Don't get too excited. Okay. But you're going to get excited. Okay. I actually even took note of the soundtrack in this. <gasps> in two different scenes. Oh, my God. Mostly in the scene at the end when Anigo Montoya is fighting Christopher Guest, yeah. whatever that guy's name is. Mm-hmm. Um, every time he would like, one would stab the sword, the music would, you know, like match the yeah. actions perfectly. And I was like, oh, is this one... This is a soundtrack. Yeah, see? I see what Emphasize they're doing. The action. I see what they're yeah. doing here. I also have a theory. Okay. A Wilson family theory. Sure. I know it was kind of like a quick throwaway moment that isn't an important huge scene, mm-hmm. but at the beginning when she tries to jump ship and swim <laughs> away <laughs> and there's shrieking eels. Yeah. That was terrifying and gross and I think that is why your whole family is terrified of open water and sharks. You know
0: what? You might not. I be think wrong, that started it. That that could be. I'm. Mean, I know accurate. y'all
1: just continued to add to it with other movies and things. But <laughs> did y'all watch Jaws when you were growing up? No, I didn't watch Jaws okay. until
0: like five, six years ago. So
1: that wasn't it. Yeah, because you know you would think that's probably like what did it for most people. Which I
0: actually like, like shark attack movies in a weird way. If, but in like, I have
1: you seen a lot.
0: I've seen. More than a few. Oh, <laughs> so, there's
1: more than Jaws? Yeah,
0: there's like a few, like that 47 meters down. Uh, oh, that looked the shallows. terrifying. It, it was oddly, yes, and also kind of dumb, so oh. no. but
1: Any Shark Attack movie is going to be dumb. Yeah,
0: one called like Shark Knight, I think. Oh, God.
1: Did yeah. you ever watch any of the Sharknado stuff? No,
0: those, oh. those looked too silly.
1: Anyway, my theory is that... Because you almost must have been pretty young when you started watching this movie. Oh, yeah. So my guess is that's where it started.
0: I mean, it definitely played heavily into my love of sword fighting and stuff like that, too. Sure. little little, probably not known culture catch-up fact, a little bit of history probably, for you. Probably. You don't
1: really talk about it much anymore.
0: Yeah. That I used to be very into sword fighting and like would build swords on a PVC pipe with my friends. We would put padding on them. Don't worry. We would wail <laughs> on each other, though. But all, you know, I was... Trying to like learn how to do it because I was like very into it. So, this movie was uh, very much one that I would love the choreography for. Slash also being left handed, I really appreciated the uh, the I am not left handed mm-hmm. joke and like the fact of them both using that same uh, defense against the other because they knew if they used their right, they would just be too good. So, right. I, That's I funny. love that joke too. So,
1: well, and just to clarify, you would still be really into sword fighting if you had like. Oh yeah, the for time sure. and space. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that love not like did a not dead die. Love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so no, so it ha- held a lot of fun for those moments as, as well. But it's just a great one. It's just a great one all around. And talking about the soundtrack again, the end credit song I actually have on like my light songs. Wow. Playlist. Yeah, it's very the one good. where
1: he says something about the store, a storybook story. Yeah, that one. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's very good. It's Martin Offler.
1: Interesting. Oh yeah, sure, Martin Offler. I love that guy. Yeah. Who is that?
0: He's some he's in some band. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Last time mom and dad were here, they played a song of his. Oh. I can't remember now which but one. But what it was. did he do in the movie? He did the soundtrack for it.
1: Oh, he's the Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see.
0: But no. He uh, said that name he like that. So to know. he's saying that song at the end, stuff like that. But you know, I actually do really like that song. It's good. But um, no. All right. I could keep going on forever about it. <laughs> Sam, do you have anything else about it before we move on to our favorite segment? I
1: don't. But why don't you tell us your three favorite scenes?
0: My three favorite scenes. Okay. Oof.
1: Dire Straits. Mark Knopfler is in Dire Straits. Ah, okay, okay. That's kind of funny.
0: Oh Man, my three favorite scenes. Okay. Uh, I do have to say. That they
1: don't have to be really your top three. Just name three. No, no,
0: no. I know. Uh, the fencing scene for sure. That one's that one's Which great. Which
1: one? There were more than one.
0: Oh, sorry, the one between Wesley and Inigo. Okay. Um, that one's the probably f- for sure. Well, Bender's seeing something out the front window, giving a little woof. Uh, so that scene, I would say probably the the will of wits or game of wits with Vizini
1: hmm
0: and, and Wesley then, and Wesley. Okay. And then. Dead air. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, probably uh, Fezzik. Uh, oh, Fezic and um, Inigo at Miracle Max's.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. I Mine would those. just be anything Andre the Giant was doing. Anytime he was on <laughs> he screen, was so I was good. Captivated.
0: Just loved it. What's out there, sir? He's telling us to wrap up and feed him dinner. I bet that's what he's telling him. Okay. We'll listen to you, Bubba.
1: Are you leaving this in? Yeah, we can. <laughs> No need to cut it now that I pointed it out. <laughs> I
0: was planning to. But you anyway, still can. Oh, Bubba, wash up! But now, let's wrap up with our favorite segment of the show. This is a good who's one. Who's hotter?
1: This is a good it one. It is a good one. It's a
0: it's a it's a three way contest between Robin Wright. I'm
1: glad you said contest.
0: Mandy Patinkin, and Carrie Elwes. But it's not necessarily between all three of them. But who's hotter? then and now.
1: You mean like which one of them like was the hottest then and the hottest now?
0: Yeah. Or like which version of them? Sorry. I just said this very Which awkwardly. version
1: for all three.
0: Yes. Like 87 Robin. Well, Wright. Can versus, we just start
1: with saying out of the three of them in the movie, who's oh, the hottest? Oh, for sure. But I yeah. guess that's probably an easy answer.
0: Yeah. For me, at least one, two, three. Robin. Robin, Robin Wright. Wright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Gary Ellis
1: is <laughs> like tiny blonde mustache is disgusting.
0: Like, He's attractive in the movie. I get him. He works perfectly as like the romantic lead for this I movie. Guess, but like if you're into blonde haired, this- blue eyed,
1: boring looking
0: dudes <laughs> with gross <laughs> mustaches. And tiny ponytails.
1: <laughs> and of course it can't be Inigo Montoya because those funny curly bangs yeah. are also kind of Lord Farquaad.
0: But Mandy Patinkin, also a good looking dude.
1: Oh sure, yeah, can get it absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, obvious answer is Robin Wright. Yeah. She was so pretty.
0: She was hot in this. Yeah. Movie. Very. Yeah. And then, um, and she continued to get hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very hot now, and I would say hotter.
1: Yeah. Well, I think is that where you were going? Yeah, that's where so I was going. Because now Wright, to then compare who's hotter, Robin Wright in this or Robin Wright now? Yeah. yeah the obvious yeah. answer is Robin Wright now for sure. She has got that short hair. She left. She got that left Sean Penn look on her face.
0: Got all. Brutal and House of Cards, and I was like,
1: yes,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes.
1: Okay, so what about Mandy Patinkin, Hotter Then or Hotter Now? This is easy for me.
0: I'd have to say, ooh, okay. I have a feeling we're gonna go separate ways here. Are we? I think so. I have a little bit of explanation, but I okay. One, two, three. Now, then. Oh, I was just. You with the
1: curly bangs?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I'm looking past the curly bangs, but like. I do still think he's hot now, but like in a like a grand old man way. way. Yeah, yeah. He just so seems different. like
1: he's having a lot of fun in he life. Does. That's why like, I think I, he's hot. I
0: can't say enough. Go watch his TikTok, or his Instagram. It's so good. It's so wholesome. Especially the moment when he is talking about this fight, the filming the fight scene that he does with against Wesley, and just like how they get through it and they do this whole thing. And he says, that, you know, got like thousands of take, you know, takes or whatever from all the different angles, and then they finally say you know, cut, we got it. That's, you know, that's a wrap. And how he was just like hit with this heavy moment of like, that is the last time I'll get to do that kind oh, of thing. And just how, he loved like, it? Yeah, like oh. how much of a big moment. He starts crying in the video talking about it. So what sweet. A lovely Na- guy. He, national treasure.
1: Well, and didn't he get on social media during like lockdown? Yeah, because his, his son like, was locked down with him. Yeah, yeah and put yeah. he and his wife on social media. And yeah. now they're hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's great. So, and then we can answer, do Carrie Elwes too, but I think the answer is all, well, we will agree on that answer, which I mean, it's I not know. even really, <laughs> is he hotter then or now? My One, answer two, three. is, he's never Neither. hot. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. I knew you were going to go there. I would say back then. But
1: yeah. So
0: fun I little liter- twist on who's hotter.
1: I literally, all I can think about him is in Liar Liar, something that, um, you know the jim guy Harry. yeah something that jim carrey does is the claw and he like does this thing with his <laughs> hand or i think he like tickles his kid mm-hmm. with it but you know like puts his hand up like it's its own monster carrie elwes tries to do that with the kid and he's like the claw the claw and he just like puts one little curved finger up and he just looks so dorky and lame that's literally all i can picture that and the gross tiny mustache
0: yeah it's fun. You
1: should be him for Halloween and cut a tiny mustache. It would be so funny. Oh my God. How have I not been
0: the Dread Pirate Roberts for Halloween yet?
1: I still also think it would be really funny if you were Princess Buttercup and I was him for Halloween. We
0: could do both. That would no, be I a,
1: love a gender swap. That's,
0: that'd be super fun. We should do that for sure. All right. Halloween plans 2023.
1: You know what's just around the corner for us? Getting really into cosplay.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we did go to a Ren Fair this year. <laughs> And we're about to start painting miniatures, too. So is, don't those things all go hand in hand?
1: Mm, yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> but anyway, that's a podcast for another time. Yep. But for now, everyone, Sam has been introduced and we have caught up on the culture that is the Princess Bride. Stay, uh, come back next time for another fun episode. And until then, stay up with us on Instagram at Catch Up Culture. We'll see you next time.
1: As you wish.